Hello and welcome to the Addicted Austinite podcast, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. In this week's episode, we are continuing our in-depth look at Pride and Prejudice and we're going to be talking about Georgian era incomes. Straight away from the first line in Pride and Prejudice, Jane is letting us know that this is a book about money. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. But what exactly constituted a good fortune for Jane's readers? Well, the first example we're given in the story is Mr Bingley, who earns about £5,000 a year. And from the way Mrs Bennet is behaving, this is a very big amount and they're very excited about it. Then we meet Mr Darcy, who has £10,000 a year, making Bingley's income look like pocket money. Of course, at the time these were published, Jane's readers would have understood exactly how much £5,000 and £10,000 a year was worth. But for current readers of her novels, it can be a bit difficult to understand how much that is. These days, £10,000 a year is abysmal, (laughs) to be quite honest. So how can we relate to this uh, as modern readers of Joan Austen's novels? There is a very simple equation that you can do to find out modern equivalents of um, historical incomes. Obviously, I'm going to be using um, British pounds, because, well, I'm British and Jane was British, but I do know that I have a lot of listeners in the US and New Zealand. So I'm going to try and convert um, the the pounds into US dollars and New Zealand dollars as well to hopefully help non-British listeners understand how much money is going on here. So there are a lot of online tools to help you convert old money into modern money uh, but I think we deserve a little bit better than that on this podcast don't you? I think we should be getting down into how these figures are reached and where they come from. So I've been doing a little bit of digging um, I will warn you I'm not a mathematician or a statistician so I don't quite understand all of the nuances and the tiny details but um I know enough to understand what's going on, basically. Um, And the system that I'm using to figure out um, current incomes equivalent uh, is based on the Bank of England and their information on how to convert that money. So the basis for the Bank of England's way of converting old money into new money Uh, is something called the Composite Price Index. This comes from a lot of data that they've collected over uh, the years that they put together and average out so that they can find the average inflation year on year. And they get a number, um, the CPI, that then gets used in all the calculations that we have for converting money. All of this information and these numbers are then put into a big table that you can access from the Bank of England's website. So you can find out 
what number, what value has been given to a certain year, um, right the way back to the 1700s, at least the one I looked at. Um, and obviously the figures for 2019 uh, aren't available yet because we haven't finished 2019. So the most recent that I can get to is 2018 when doing these calculations. So now that we know what figures we need to use, we can have a look at the equation for converting old money into modern money. And this equation uh, is quite simple, as long as you've got a calculator. I certainly couldn't do it in my head. Uh, but on paper, it's a very simple calculation, and it is this. You take the amount that you want to be valued, so the amount you want to uh, convert, and you times that by the most recent year's index divided by the earlier year's index. Um, and you do all that and you'll come up with your figure. So if in 1810, for example, Mr. Darcy is earning £10,000 a year and we want to find out how much that is worth in 2018, what we would need to do is 10,000 times by the current most current year's index, which would be 2018, uh, the index number being um, 1,101.6, uh, and we divide that by the earlier year's index, which is 1810, uh, that index number is 14.4, so we've got 10,000 times by 1,101.6 divided by 14.4. And I'm going to draw the equation out in the comments, uh, in, the, in the description for this episode, just so you can see it, because I know maths is, is a visual thing. You've really got to see it to sort of understand it. I've got tons of notes uh, sat on my lap at the moment. Um, but with that calculation, what we can do is we find out that dividing 2018 CPI by 1810 CPI and timesing it by 10,000, Mr. Darcy would be earning round about £765,000 a year in Britain in 2018. In US dollars, that's about 947,151, uh, according to Google's currency translator. Uh, and in New Zealand dollars, that's about 1 million. $427,309. So he is earning a lot. Um, for reference, the Prime Minister here in Britain uh, only earns about £100,000 a year. So that's a lot of money for Mr Darcy to be having. He is very, very rich. He's not a millionaire, by British standards at least, but um, that is a lot of money. And Liz... Bennett made a very good catch in scoring him. We find out over the course of the novel um, that Lizzie would only have about £40 a year um, in her dowry if she was ever to marry from, from her father. Um, and if we do the same calculations that we did for Mr Darcy's income, we find out that that is about £3,060 British pounds today, um, which of course uh, about 3,788 US dollars 
about $5,709 New Zealand dollars. So there is a big, big difference between their incomes. But we can't just do the straight calculations and the mathematics because it's more complicated than that. Society doesn't change just by inflation numbers. Money is affected by a lot of things. And it's not just about how much money you've got, but what you can actually do with that money. And even how that money is earned. These days, women can work and have their own incomes. And the trades and institutions that Georgian men made their money from have obviously waxed and waned um, as society has changed. The Industrial Revolution and moving production to machines and then along the line computers has changed how money is earned and how money is spent. Um, so we can say we have a modern equivalent of what Mr Darcy would be earning, um, but there are a lot of underlying things that change exactly what that means to modern society and that is the difficulty when you're reading a novel from another era. A more recent example I suppose would be us trying to understand the spending power of money in the 30s and the 40s when we've got the Great Depression and then rationing during the war. So it's not as simple as just plugging these numbers into an equation and getting an answer. You do have to consider um, what else is going on in the society and what that money can actually do. However, I think we can all agree that whether in 1810 or 2018, Mr Darcy was certainly a single man in possession of a good fortune. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Addicted Austinite. I hope you've enjoyed it. It was slightly more technical and mathematical than I usually am. Um, so I hope that I was able to explain it in some way that made sense. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you liked it, like it, comment, subscribe, share it with your friends, all that sort of thing. Um, you can tweet me at Kath Price Author. Uh, I'm on Facebook as Catherine Price Author and the Addicted Austinite. Um, or you can just leave the comments on whatever platform you download your podcasts from. So once again, thank you so much for listening and as always, happy reading. Your faithful servant, the author.